Welcome to the Go One Better podcast. We are your hosts, Hannah Tucker and Abby Layton. And if you're serious about mastering your mindset, nutrition and training, but love a good time and a lol, then stay around because we're about to become best friends. Welcome back, guys. Um, on today's episode, we have got a lovely guest speaker. Her Welcome na- back. Oh, go. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, rough start. Can I go? Her name is, is Belle. Um, she is a PT at the gym that I train at. Welcome, Belle. There we go. Thanks for having me. Yeah, welcome, Belle. Now you can talk if thank you, you want. Thank you for being here. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, we've got Belle on today just to have a bit of a chat and to talk about her story. It is a story of resilience and overcoming struggles, so we're really excited about that. But firstly, yeah. we're just going to get stuck into our grateful... Um, but Belle, how about you go first? What are you grateful for? I'm grateful for movement, my family, and the beautiful sunshine. Yeah, oh, nice. Yeah, the, the weather this week was good before the weekend. Oh, it's heaven. Wednesday, Thursday, the dream. That was the dream. <laughs> I am grateful for... That's really bad that I haven't just got one off the top of my head. <laughs> you had time to think about I know. Oh, no, no. I'm grateful for... The response I got for the challenge that I'm starting tomorrow. So great. Yeah, little six-week lockdown challenge. I'm very grateful for everyone that's gotten involved. Um, How many people were you expecting to sign up? Like 10. 10, yeah. No joke. Uh-huh. Do, you, do you get that? Like yeah. when you release something yeah. and you're like, what if no one signs up. signs up? Or like when I first did an Instagram Live last year, I was like, what if just no one logs on? And everyone did? Not everyone. Not everyone. Like <laughs> There wasn't a point where there was like oh. no one, but like imagine. Yeah. I still worry about that with my lives. When I go live on Abby J, I'm like, oh my God, what if two people come? I mean, two's better than none. Better. Yeah, I know. I'd be happy with two. <laughs> two's great, but then I get so worried that people are going to be looking through, not doing it. Just going, like, oh, Yeah, I know. It's bad, isn't it? It's so stupid. I shouldn't care about that shit. No, neither should I. But anyway, I got a great response. I'm stoked about it. So good. Congrats. You? I'm grateful for, I'm going to say, my doggos, one, because they're just the best things in the world. And then Trent. He's been really sweet lately um, and things have been really great. I feel like relationships, you know, always have their... Yeah, ups and downs. Ups and downs. Especially in lockdown. They're pretty... Yeah. Ru- well, they're full on. Yeah. Not that I would know. <laughs> Lol. We've been communicating really well lately and he's just a beauty and he cleaned the house today and he's been cooking and he's just a gem. Oh, my God. He's a good boy, so I'm grateful for him today. Yeah, right. Yeah. I need some of that. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding, kidding. All right, Belle, do you want to tell us a little bit about your story? I guess maybe start who you are. Yeah, who you are, what you do. Who are you? <laughs> I'm Belle. I currently PT and run an online business with another girl called Danielle. We have a business called I Am Fit, which helps, we do health coaching um, and programming online. We really help people find, you know, their balance again, body love, really peeling everything back to rebuild themselves and achieve their goals so that's really fun i also work as a podiatrist (laughs) you are a smart (laughs) cookie when bell talks sometimes i'm like what What are you talking about like i'll send her something and she'll send me back a voice message like the mitochondria and i'm like what that is Anytime I need you to be educational, you can be educational. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so podiatry has been something that I've done, yeah, since I first graduated uni. Question, do you love feet? (laughs) Ew. I get asked this a lot. Do you hate feet? Where do you stand on the foot spectrum? I hate hate feet. feet. I hate feet. I've got really ugly feet too. I've got horrendous feet. (laughs) Same. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I feel like I'm a, when I put that hat on, 
I'm present and I do my job. Yeah. But it's not something that I You'd like. Do love, people's feet stink? I'm sure oh, someone. Do you know what is funny? Is I feel like the people who are really conscious never do, and the people who have no idea. Are the, yeah, yeah, yeah. True, I guess. It's like B.O. when you smell when people I also am very in the gym. In the gym like, yeah, and I'm like, that you really what? smell really bad right now. Do you reckon they can smell <laughs> no, it? No, because if you've got a whiff, you'd be like, yeah. I smell and I need to go have a shower. Whereas, like, unless people like their own smell and they. You know, that's when, weird. When you yeah. get used to your own smell. No, that's weird. Yeah, don't be that person. <laughs> yeah, do not be that person. <laughs> Wipe your feet before you see Bill. <laughs> I am very, very grateful to work in more of a private based clinic. So I think people are a lot more conscious, kind of like when you go to yeah. the other. You know, practitioners, I'm very conscious about, like, i.e. the orthodontist, I would brush my teeth. Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot of people are more conscious in private clinics where kind of hospital settings and community health is a little bit more of the hectic side. Yeah. You guys are thinking. Yeah, Yeah. okay. Interesting. All right, and then a little bit of backgroundy. Take us through, like, a baby bell to the grown-up bell (laughs) that you are now. Because there are some few interesting things mm, along the way. There are. I baby Bell would be really cute, baby don't you Belle think? Would be really cute. She'd be so cute. So what age did you get into gymnastics? <laughs> I um, started gym when I was five. Wow. wow. Four or five, yeah. Um, my mum actually. Oh, I'm very grateful for my parents. Are very active and inspiring people to me. They've always led a very balanced, healthy life. So I think that's always something that's rubbed off on me. But my mum used to play nighttime netball when she had me and she used to have to take take me and I was three and I sat on this box watching through a circular window um these gymnasts I would sit at Waverly and I would watch them and my mum didn't know what to do because she kind of wanted me to go sit so she could kind of supervise me and then she trusted me so she left me watching little (laughs) three-year-old girl mum good one mum Um, so she used to set up this box and I would watch through the window while she played her nighttime netball game at like cute. 8 or 9 so p.m. Cute. at night. Wow. And then one day I just like, I want to do, do that. And mum couldn't get it out of my head. So she actually worked at a school that had a really small gym club, just nighttime kind of gym. And she tried to convince them to let me join. And they're like, oh, you can't join until you're like too young. Yeah, yeah, wow. Um, I guess there's lots of different ones around, but... Mm. At that time. So were you no, four at this point yeah, or three still? So. And so my mum worked at the aquatic centre down the hill and she said, I can't come and like sit here and watch, but you know me, I'm just down the hill. Like basically take my daughter. Me. Anything happens to her, just come get me. Um, so oh that's God. how I started. And I just started like, you know, two nights a week for an hour or an hour and a half. And, and it's funny looking back on videos. It's just like, you know, your arms are out sideways and like you kind of Crazy. flip your legs around and you have this like just funny little the pot belly in your legs. Yeah. <laughs> you just look pudgy you're not like so all cute. elegant and you're, you're just all a bit awkward but you think you look amazing oh my God, yeah so yeah um and yeah i don't i don't know i just hooked yeah. What was it like um, doing like your first backflip do you i always think can about you do that. a backflip no neither God, no. it was just like so scary. But don't you think there's no there's no fear there's when no you're fear that young? When, you're yeah, when you're that true. young, you just, you go, just go woo. Yeah. Chuck yourself backwards. Yeah. Now we've got a lot to lose. <laughs> yeah, and when you think too much about things, you just don't. Yeah, you scare mm. yourself you don't into yourself. not doing it. Yeah. 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 And I don't know what I just yeah it just consumed my whole world and I just started doing more and loving going every single day and um I think I trained like three times a week and then I wore out this patch of carpet in my bedroom (laughs) 
That's so funny. Yeah, I used to like go in there and mum would find me doing like, you know, spins and oh God, like so rolling good. around on the floor and That's so half cute. And this like got down to those like strands. Oh. I was like, what is going on? It's time to go to the gym, honey. Um so then about eight or nine I I just looked and I was like, I want to do more. And yeah, I was well. like, oh, okay. So yeah, they, they never pushed me. I was really, really grateful for, I guess, my experience was a positive one where you every really driver came it. from me. From you, yeah, rather yeah. than the yeah, that's great. you into it. Yeah. 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 And no dance mums going no. on. <laughs> no, no dance mums. They were very supportive and always asked, like, am I enjoying it? And always had their eye out for me. So then they researched two different clubs and tried to pick on the best feel that suited me. I guess like how you pick a school yep. for a child and the distance between two different clubs were pretty much the same amount of time. So they worked out like at 6am, how long would it take? Yeah, and wow. They picked and I started or I trialed and joined a small development group at like the age of nine. So it started about, you know, 20, 25 hours a week. Um, it's like a part-time so job. It's like a part-time job. Yeah. yeah so Morning um, and night? Yes. But in the end, yes. Wow. Um, but at that point, probably at least, you know, five sessions a week. Five. Um, at nine or ten. And then as you kind of progress through the hours, just start to clock up. Yeah. Um, What's so- the most amount of hours you did per week? Oh, like 34 or 5. Oh, that's like a full-time that job. That is like a full-time that job. That is a full-time job. Um, around school too. Around school. So I did oh half days at school. So I did, I, I really reduced my hours at school from year five. Wow. If, yeah, year five. So did that mean that you were like a bit behind with yeah, school, so I dropped I essentially everything that I didn't really need. So maths, yeah, okay. English, yeah, yeah. Um, science, all of those things stayed. stayed and then yeah. Got rid of everything extra. Like I didn't really like do the dramas like and the art arts and, and the, yeah, yeah. Didn't yeah. really do school sport. I, like I competed in school sports and like sports days. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Schools, but I didn't actually like, yeah. attend the classes. Anything. Yeah. Um, well, it does then, it takes a full mm. chunk out of your like? What time did you leave school? It was like an afternoon thing, or you come um, late, or once I got to like your thirty-five level. hours. Yeah. 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 So once I got to like that 30, 35 hour mark, I was probably in year, you know, eight. Nine, ten. Far out. Oh, wow. So you're like so, a teenager. Yeah, teen. Um, so I would go, let's say, to gym on a Monday morning and we would train from 7 till 10, 30, 11. I'd get picked up, driven to school. I would say at school till 3, get picked up at 3, go back from 3.30 till 6.30. Wow. And i get oh picked my up, God. go home, have dinner. Go back. Homework. No. No, yeah, get picked uh, up, go back home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, have dinner, <laughs> do an hour of schoolwork or something, um, and then go to bed. Oh and then, my like, gosh. Tuesday, let's say Tuesday, I would go to school at normal time, but then I would leave at like 12.30 and train from 1 till 5, <gasps> and then get picked up then. Wednesday would be a double session, morning and evening, oh like God. the same. How was your Thursday social life? I didn't have <laughs> No, you wouldn't have. No. Um, I was really fortunate for like beautiful friendships at school and... Mm-hmm. Would see those people on the weekends and stuff like that, but pretty much like Monday to Your Saturday life morning was just training, was training, like training. Work. But I was so driven and so motivated or self motivated. Yeah, amazing. That I, yeah, I was always dressed and ready to go That's at the so time I needed to go. Like I was a little bit of a crazy person by. You know, those last few years, I knew the song on the three AW radio, the ad <laughs> that meant I was late. And, so um, funny. Dad would be like. <laughs> 
I can sing it to you right now. But, um, <laughs> Dad would be like, we're not late. It's still 10 to 7. And I'm like, yeah, but I need a stretch. <laughs> you know? like, so it was really funny. I would eat breakfast or like something on the way to the gym. So I had enough energy. And yeah, training was just. So were you, in terms of a profession for a gymnast, were you working, like, did you always have, like, the Olympics in your head? Or is that, like, whatever? Oh, yeah, what's, sort of, the, like, what's the main what's goal, the goal of a gymnast? And, like, what's Olympics? the lifetime? Like, can, what age do you, are you so, at your peak, I guess? Yeah, I guess peak for gymnasts has shifted. Um, used to be in the, like, back in the day, a lot older, and it's come, like, younger and, Way younger, down. and younger and younger. Yeah, okay. Because you're, like, the lighter and tighter you are. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's where the sport has changed a lot. Yeah. Um, so you probably peak between, you know, 16 and 25. Yeah. Like, okay. Like mainly between like 16 and 21. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Your peak. Yeah. Um, so that's why you do start young and you need to kind of get like a lot of your skill base and your flexibility there before you start to go through puberty and, and your body yeah. starts to change. And that's when it kind of filters a lot of people out, um, and the motivation, and willingness to train that many hours a week while you're at school and then your social life is changing mm. and all of that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So you were on your way, I guess, to that sort of Yeah, I made a little piece then... mache. Um, I remember, like, Sydney 2000 and, oh, like, all of those yeah. ones. Like, Dad and I would, like, cut out every picture in the paper and oh. make these huge boards and watch, like, everything on TV. So how, how old were you? Were amazing. How old were you for 2000 Olympics? Too oh. young? Yeah, yeah, way too young. Way too young. Yeah. Yeah. So, we were like, yeah, well, we yeah, were young. primary school. We were like year four or something. Oh, wait. Oh, you a little baby, so, Sam. Yeah, 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 so we were like year four or five. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, but I just think like athletes in general, I've always just been in awe of like incredible. Yeah, it is. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. In whatever craft you do, the training you put behind it, the dedication, even the family, like my family driving me every single yeah, day. Yeah, it takes a toll the on them too. Um, even my brother, like my brother's holidays are like my gym competitions. Oh, wow. oh um, far out. So That's really nice. It does take yeah. like such a big chunk out um, for your dream. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, I was lucky enough. I think my want and desire overrid a lot of my like natural ability as well. Like I was willing to work. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you HR. are a hard worker. Most flexible gymnast. Like I, and to the general public, but mm. yeah, in the gym world, I was more strong and then, um, yeah. You had to, to work, like, hard, work to, hard to, hard yeah. to yeah. get there. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just loved it. I loved it. Like yeah. there were really hard days. There were really long, like I was tired. Yeah. I can imagine. Um, it's you get frustrated at yourself you do skills a thousand times over mm. um but, but if you've got that passion behind it mm. yeah. it just makes it all worthwhile I think. exactly so yeah my goal was probably um beijing or 212 london yeah. um so that was really exciting and i went on a few little training camps and so did you do like worlds and stuff? Is that a thing? I don't know. I watched, yeah, sti- to be worlds. honest, I watched Stick It last weekend. No joke. Last Friday night I watched Stick It. <laughs> What's that? Is that a movie? Are you yeah. kidding? Nah, You've never seen movies. Stick It? Nah. Oh, there's something wrong Is with it? you. And <laughs> I, I used to. <laughs> you don't watch anything. <laughs> I actually don't. But I actually watched this last weekend and that was hands down one of my favorite movies. But you know how in, you've seen Stick It, haven't yes. you? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, how they go to worlds. To then qualify for the Olympics, does yep. that happen in real life? Yeah, that happens in real life. Okay, so, so um, what what did you have to or, do? Or like in real life, you would go to like Victorian Championships. Okay, first, and yeah. then you would go yeah. to like Australia, yeah, yeah, nationals. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Then you, would, you would make the national. Were you a cheerleader? Team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would not be a cheerleader. No way. That yeah. is so unco. 
And then you would make, like, the national team, then the national team would, you know, qualify to go to different competitions. Cool. So, Following. So what did yeah. where did you get to in all of that? Um, so I was competing at, you know, Australian national title level. Wow. Um, yeah. So go, girl. I went on a few, like, training camps that would have gone to, like, Commonwealth and Worlds and those types of yeah. things. But hadn't really made a specific team yet. It was yeah. just, like, at that point where you're, like, that 16 years old and, yeah, you're about to head into that kind of, well, did you ever come to a, like a fork in the road where you were like, is this really what I want to do for the rest of my life? Or I'm feeling like I'm missing out on social school. Did you ever, was it ever a decision or you were always you just always all just guns? Go, go. I want to be go. a gymnast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. And I don't know why that sport. It just, I think it must've been, I just fell in love with it. From yeah. Age. Yeah. Um, mum used to laugh a lot. She used to say like, oh, there's so many other sports you could probably like get paid to do what you yeah. paid to do but you know yeah legit <laughs> for choosing that one that's so funny yeah at what point did things start to change I guess for you yeah I got a few major injuries I'd been pretty lucky I guess like prior um pretty much nothing and then I had a foot injury that later down the track resulted in surgery foot surgery and then recovered from that and pretty much got back to my peak. I was really enjoying it, really excited. Um, had an amazing group of coaches who really believed in me, which was really, really lovely to have um, that mm. support and that kind of, I guess, coach that wants to take you to the next level. Um, and then I just got this niggly kind of hip pain. So I was about 16. It was, I'd been on, to the AAS in Canberra. We went on a training camp. Um, everything was going well. And I just felt this like funny sensation and I, we couldn't really work out what it was. So the sports docs and physios thought it was ligaments. So we just kept stretching. Yeah. Um, and then we don't really get holidays in the life of gymnasts. You kind of get a week off at Christmas or, um, yeah, when you train six days a week, you only get Sundays off. You don't mm. really take holidays. Mm. Like even families went on holidays. Like mum and my brother went on we'll ski trips and dad would stay home with yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, well. Because um, you just, that's what you, you sign just up train, for. Yeah. Um, and we went up to the beach and I came home and I couldn't squat to the floor. And it was just a really strange time. And I think in, I don't know, but in my gut feeling, I think I knew something was like wrong. wrong. Was it like super painful or just really limiting? Um. Yeah, really painful and limiting, mm, yeah. which was like probably the double-edged sword. Yeah, where you're completely. Like, oh, this is yeah, and there was no specific incident, so it wasn't like I did it's a backflip and landed. Yeah. And it was like bang, that oh. really hurt. I snapped my leg. It was yeah. more like progressively over time, it was just getting, getting more worse. And oh, then I was getting like night pain. And you were ignoring it at this point, or um, were you? I think I was voicing that I was in pain, or yeah. like something wasn't right with my body, but I didn't also feel the need to stop because I'd, we'd always trained through injuries. Like you have heel pain, you have severs. Mm, yeah. Have, I'd had like little injuries that you work through. You don't just like stop to give it an actual rest. And that's just how it is at the elite standard. Mm, yeah. If you were kind of an everyday kind of training person, you'd probably avoid Would, some of those things. Yeah. Um, so we just limited my training in terms of no tumbling and went on trampolines and tried to limit the pressure that was going through areas until we found out more. Um, but at the time, I just thought it was kind of quite a basic, Injury. like, ligamenty yeah. type thing yeah. that I was just overusing it and there was too much load, so we just pulled back. 
Um, and then when it didn't really respond, or I remember going through moments myself where I would land on that leg, um, and God, my yeah. eyes would fill with tears. Oh and God! I just have to pretend. Just, yeah, I kind of created like fists with my hands. I remember, and like every single bone in my body would like shake. Oh And then God. I would be like, okay, and walk back and go again. And oh, I don't. I don't yeah, it makes me like. I don't know why at that like there was that was quite a quick rapid like a, it was probably a week where it went from like I can I can keep training to like I, can't. I don't like something's really wrong now yeah um and so we went and got an MRI and mum was like let's go get hot chocolate and <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, of course. we left the scanning place and usually it takes a couple of days to get a scan result back uh just because they have things to process mm. and mm. that's just how it There's works no hurry, yeah yeah and we pretty much got a few phone calls 10 minutes after saying just don't take another step um oh my, i've just got goosebumps <laughs> and like injuries are a part of life and the most interesting thing i can probably think about in myself is i just never thought that was the end even still even then when you heard that news yeah like, like training was just, just like a... that was my world that was my life that was what i did and injury mm, is just an injury mm. it's you just like a hurdle injury, yeah and you like, move yeah, on really. yeah yeah um, it's not a roadblock, it's just a hurdle. You yeah. Have to yeah, so I honestly, deep down in my heart, had no idea that that was the end at that point. Oh, God. Um, so I walked back into the gym and ended up having to have like a fairly long time off, but I think I was still quite young, like I was 15, 16, and they didn't really want to kind of tell me that straight away because I don't think they knew, knew either. They knew, yeah. Um, well, the sports doc and even my coaches, I think they were really sad at the time because they knew it was a big major so injury. What, 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 what was it in the end? So I lost the blood supply to my head of my femur, so the hip bone that sits in the socket. And so basically 60% of that cir- circular bone had died. It wasn't wow. getting supply. Oh, God. So it looked crumbly and cloudy and they explained it to me at the time that if you pretty much like threw a football out of window and it shattered, but it didn't fall through you'd like sat there oh shut god. There. That's what it and was at like. any time it could just oh go oh my god yeah. oh, so god. i think as a younger person i was kind of like oh yeah that explains how sore it is <laughs> but i didn't really like put two and two together that like oh maybe this is going to take a really 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 long time yeah um, for sure um so yeah i just kind of took it day by day and week by week i ended up on crutches i uh, went and saw a surgeon and a, um, like an orthopedic surgeon at the children's hospital and it was quite a rare condition where they'd had it in like a water skier but it was a very similar presentation to a condition in younger kids with like right. a bone kind of development type thing so we just had to wait it out they told me basically we'd have to have like four months not weight bearing but I kind of like had mm. maybe drilled in my head that like four months was just like and then you were done. Then you're then, you then you're back. Yeah. 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 Or then it would heal, and then I would be able to kind of like work my way back. And I was like, oh, mm. that's not so bad. So I just kind of focused at that point, and it wasn't until like the four month mark where I walked back in to the <laughs> doc. It had got worse. Oh, mm. So in that four months, were you just on crutches the whole time? Yeah. So non weight bearing, and then went back to school full time, which mm. I'd never been. That would have been a shock. Yeah, been shock. To, yeah, I hadn't been to school full day for like six years. Oh my god. Um, and then as an independent, quite strong-willed person, I didn't like people fussing. Over, mm. I didn't like being mm. told that I couldn't do things by myself. By yeah. Like yeah. Daily living tasks, so like carrying books to class or like did those on crutches. Things. Yeah, so I, like, I would take put a bag over my shoulder because oh I did gosh. it with my friends. Like they carried, oh. like for the first couple of weeks, like, they people did. Yeah. kind of yeah. injury yeah. and 
And then it kind of you kind of gotta get, gotta get on in. yeah you kind of gotta get on not get on with it but you yeah can't expect people to carry your books always I I guess so yeah mm. I just kind of wanted that independence mm. yeah, yeah fair enough um and then after that we moved to like that four month mark and it was worse so they did a surgery they drilled holes into it because nobody was recognizing there was anything wrong what um yeah sometimes your body like doesn't recognize that there's an injury this was, wasn't it wasn't healing wasn't, it wasn't yeah. sending the right cells to the yeah. right area um or the blood flow wasn't there yeah um so they did that and then i trialed a drug or started a drug trial with the children's hospital um which went through like a drip every four months and it leached kind of calcium from my body into my bones and made everything really brittle so the hope there was that it wouldn't shut out or collapse in <laughs> Oh so God. that was the whole aim was just to keep that little eggshell sitting there. It did have a, sh- a change in the shape, but um, they just didn't want it to cave in because then that would result in hip replacement. Oh, my God. At, At the age of, what, 16? Yeah. Oh, my wow. God. So that was the aim. Um, Do you think this all led from your first initial foot injury? Do you, I mean, you yeah, say you know that? Know. Yeah, you know did they, that had yeah. happened, you know? They don't know. It's on the same side. Yeah. So I don't think we'll ever know. Yeah. Um, there's... It's interesting. Yeah, mm. it's really interesting. Really interesting. I wonder whether, like, if that my leg was in the right or, position yeah. when, I had a foot, when I had my foot surgery. Yeah. What, did yeah. that save the blood supply? I don't know because it was about six months after. Um, but, yeah, yes, that's, that's a little piece of the puzzle. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, after that, I just started to go back every four months for a review. And that's when I started to realise, like, this is a, this a is long-term thing. thing. Um, I really tried to stay just, like, day by day. Yeah. And... So all in up, you were on crutches for how long? Uh, two and a half years. <gasps> wow. I'm going to have to go once again. Two and a half years <laughs> Two and a half crutches. years. And if you tell me that now, you kind of go like, there's oh, absolutely no way. That I'd do anything. But at the no. time, I was kind of like in four months stints. Yeah. And you're taking my it. My focus like, kind yeah. of drifted. I... Two and a half years. It's such a long time when you look back on it. On crutches. Yeah. It's yeah. Really, I've been on crutches for max like four weeks and that was horrific. Yeah. I, yeah, I was on crutches for a week once and it was horrible. The worst. Yeah, it's really bad. Let alone two and a half years. And I think, like, that's where, like, the novelty started to wear off for me. Yeah, Like, I definitely. was a very, like, calm, positive person where I wouldn't mm. ever say anything to anyone. But, like, you know, people would ask if they could have a go. And, oh, like, God, you know, no. all, all the... <laughs> Can I use your crutches? <laughs> Can I have a play? And, like, at the start, I'm like, yeah. yeah go and for then, like, it. by the end, you know, and you're just like... No. It's, it's, it's really not that fun. It's not that fun. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing this for two and a half years. It's not fun. <laughs> Like, yeah, I did get experimental. I um, obviously the first, we were very protective at the start, and then as time went on, I kind of became more lenient mm. with my ability to do things and participate. But it did take like nine months for the pain to actually go. Oh wow. god! So like the actual like pain in the joint, yeah, like lying a certain way, like I couldn't lie on my side. I had to sleep with a pillow between my legs to oh, separate them god. because the legs like couldn't touch the way the hip joint sat. <sighs> Um, so it's those things that I think your brain is really good at forgetting. Mm. Kind of sounds yeah, weird. I've been through childbirth, but I guess <laughs> it's the same. Yeah. Um, where like you forget over the pain, time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. But that was a like a kind of like a big thing. So at what point were you? Did you start like realize that you weren't going to fulfill your dreams of being a gymnast? Anymore? I think after like a year. Okay. I think like that had been enough time now where like I knew like my body was 
different, different. Mm. like how would I like even once this healed probably would I get like all of my strength back could I get all of those skills back yeah would I be at the same level as everybody else because like you kind of grow as you go through the yeah. ages yeah um and then I started to flip my focus more onto like I've just got to get through school now and then maybe get go to uni and get a degree and I was gonna say was that like a really hard pill to swallow like was it quite did you get like did you go through moments of being really upset or down or you sort of just accepted it at that point I think um during the injury I had definitely like moments where I felt a bit lost or low but I don't think a lot of the grief came until I was a bit older Mm. um Mm. because I kind of like went back into school now and then I was with friends and then we were studying in year 11 and 12 came and it was kind of fun and stressful and a focus yeah yeah um I just did what I could and I think I didn't want people to feel sorry for me Mm. and I didn't want to feel like yeah I was now like everything was gone yeah Yeah. gone yeah it definitely changes you because now it's like oh that's what I was like that's what that was your whole identity yeah that is your literally your whole identity do you find that it you're more resilient in things that happen now because of that situation I think I mean it's probably hard to say because You wouldn't know any Yeah, you don't know any different. Resilience is built. It it comes from within us, 100%. Mm. Like, we have the ability to change our situation, our thought pattern, our motivation, any time that we want. Mm. We have to cultivate that to move forward. And as humans, we are very resilient Mm. people. Like, you'll speak to people all the time and you're like, how can you cope with that load? Yeah. You kind of do. I think one important thing is definitely to like process your emotions through things rather than suppress them and push them down. I Mm. definitely think I did that for a lot of the time to be like, I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm positive. I can do this. Like I've always been positive. I've always been happy. I've always been focused. I just have to find something new instead of also being sad about it. it. Um, but definitely my whole activity level changed. Like the only thing I could do was swim with a pool boy between my feet. And I just was like, that's what I'll do. (laughs) (laughs) Like I did it, like like I would do it a few times, but like you can't listen to music. I was looking at a black line. It felt really really forced um, and not like creative to me. And that's not because swimming is is like that. It was very, very different for me. So the goal was always just to walk. I think like that was my aim. I just want to be healthy again. I just want to walk. I just want to like be able to do normal things again. Take those things um, for granted. Yeah, you don't we? Oh my god. Yeah, yeah just like the most just simple walking, thing of walking. Yeah. And it gave me a whole appreciation for people who are in a difficult circumstances and make their life work. Like you find a way. Mm. Like yeah. I always found a way to be involved. Like I would do things on crutches. I didn't want to miss out anymore. I wouldn't sit on the sidelines um, whether that yeah, was like a walk with um, friends or something like that. And just but yeah, little things. Like I did push the boundaries. I carried cups of tea on my crutches and all those <laughs> yeah. types of things. I could hop down the hallway. I would just hop everywhere. But, um, but mum definitely tried to make it fun. She covered like all of my crutches for like a good year or two in, in like every coloured ribbon. They were rainbow. Oh, oh my God, cute. Um, yeah, yes, so like when I was in like, um, maybe like year eight or nine. Yeah, cute. Yeah, it was cute. Um, but then I just hit a point in your child. I was like, get them all. Not mum anymore. Yeah, you Black yeah, so I got, yeah, it was a very interesting time, but I think, like, resilience is something we need to fight. Like, you have to fight for that in yourself. Yeah. You have to find those pockets that still bring you joy or still make you you and purpose. Yeah. Mm. And be willing and open to try new things and 
see um seek help and allow people to help you yeah and yeah know that there's so many ways and options out there and just because you haven't tried something doesn't mean it's not for you and you might Mm. have to go back to it 10 20 times yeah Yeah, for sure Um, yeah but definitely taking the small things in your everyday is super important rather than just focusing on big goals Mm. yeah yeah Yeah, that's incredible like gather your tribe yeah um connecting be with like proud of yourself yeah. and all the little things that you're doing rather than just focusing on like the, the end goal things. kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i'm bad is... at that are you? yeah i don't appreciate like the the baby the steps. steps the steps are the most important i know thing. that's something i need to work then, on like, what happens when you get to your goal then it's like then what i guess you make you make goals. a new one <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I was gonna say. That, yeah no and i think like life like we we can't change the past and we can't mm. like, plan the future. Like we can and try. Can't control. We can't well, you can't, yeah, you can't control you, the so future. You just, yeah. um, you just have to kind of be in the now. So yeah. as mm. much as you can be open to, yeah, finding and, and discovering new parts of yourself. I think, yeah, being open to change as well and accepting change is hard for a lot of people but yes. oh yeah well, so it's many really... people don't cope with change yeah. even in like the smallest of I love change settings it's really interesting though as humans we're like we're constantly I mean, I love routine. changing yeah but we all mm. want this stability and routine, routine yeah. Really, yeah 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 that's a good point actually have you had any setbacks then on your journey of anything not no. really no. no nothing like major injury I've had like the odd ankle shoulder yeah when I was playing yeah. like competitive netball but Nothing that's set me back from sort of anything I've wanted to do. Yeah. I don't know if that's a really like privileged a statement. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Was that privileged? No, not at all. No. No, you just haven't had any, any physical injuries. No, nothing like physical. You from reaching any sort of lifelong goal. <laughs> no, not yet. Touch no. wood. <laughs> Have you? Uh, no, nothing like that. I mean, as you were saying before, I had a back injury, I, um, a semi-tear in my L5-S1. And in terms of training, that really messed with my head. Like mm. I couldn't deadlift, I couldn't lunge, I couldn't step up, I couldn't land. Yeah, on I would not leg cope with, with without that. pain, and it was just really, really like even bending over to tie my shoelace. It was really oh. painful for like ages, and that's when I had to strip it back and start doing Pilates. And mm. but then I started really enjoying that. I was about process. to say, is that what made you get into Pilates? It's what made me get into Pilates? Yeah, I didn't know. Then that. I started like really enjoying that process, and I learned a whole new like way of moving my body and yes. focused mm. on glute strength and core strength. And I learned so much through that. And I guess now I have a lot of not a lot of clients, but I have clients that come to me and say, "Oh, I've got a bad L five S one," and I'm like, "I know what to do for that." You know, like yeah. this is what we do. I've done this exactly. This worked for me. Like yeah. so, you learn through you learn something from every thing that happens to you. Yes, I think. yes. There's always lessons, like every yeah. single day, whether you go through like a, a big injury or a, like we don't want to go through no, these things and no, we don't no. wish them upon anyone yeah. they just sometimes they happen in their life yeah and you have to make that choice whether you're going to let it beat you yeah. or you're going to like rise to kind of still fulfill and be the best version of yourself stop putting like those little excuses in the way and look at all the things that you do have yeah um, mm. because there is yeah. always going to be someone worse off than you yeah in, mm. in, in somewhere yeah yeah in, yeah, in some extent and there's yeah. always things that we can do if you're willing to try and yeah. find and seek those answers. Um, yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that too. I love that. Love that. Well, thank you so much. That was so such welcome. an inspirational story. Yeah. You're wild. You are wild. <laughs> Did that have any, one more question. Yeah, that no. yeah. Did that have any, um, 
what is the word I'm looking for? Like reasoning behind why you got into the fitness industry. Yes, I think like or podiatry for that matter. Health, um, kind of like that endorphins. Like your body is like your home. Mm. It's the only place you have to live. So like mm. you really do have to look to after it. And I think like there's so much um, beauty and strength in the way that we can move and and do things. And I think um, for me, I'd always like loved just like playing and rolling and tumbling and mm. flying and. Um, I ended up at school and then at uni and I was working full time in a clinical role and I just knew there was just something missing. Like I needed to help other people realize that they were strong and they were capable. Yeah. Yeah. um, They can be feared and you can change your story at any time. So I went back and did my PT and wanted to kind of help people evolve and realize that they can find that inner strength and that they can create change, um, and discover themselves in the best version of themselves. Yeah, yeah, amazing. At any stage, so definitely, hundred percent. Like love, movement, all things health, fitness. Yeah, yeah, you are. Um, and the you just queen have to of kind of progress as you go. Like I had to start learn to walk again. I then did spin. Like I now just look and I'm like, oh, I can things. never go to a spin. Like yeah, uh, no. But like all of those things. <laughs> I hate spin classes. classes. I hate spin classes. Hate them. Don't you ever dare me to do a spin class. Done. Let's do it. <laughs> Last we'll do, no, I've always wanted to go to Soul Cycle. Oh, Wait, is that in New York? Yeah, it's in New York. We oh, well, we can so go to New York and then yeah. and and, and that Rumble. Ride, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. United yeah. Ride. All right, we're going. Say, I fucking hate it. But I think, like, at the time, or like at the in these moments, you just have to grab them. Like, when you do push ups and shit on a boat, yeah, Yeah. stupid. You do push ups. Oh, no. Have you ever done um, this one? What's this one called? Oh, Race Nation. Hate that. No way. Hated it. Have you done it? It's horrible. Have you done it? How bad is it? No, it's not for me. It's not for me at all. And they're just small steps. Don't think too big. Like, yeah, one thing at a time. Like, I went from walking to cycle, like, to riding a bike. I thought that was the coolest thing ever at the time. You'd have to pump mm. yourself up. I was like, oh, yeah, I couldn't walk. Now I can go to three swing glasses a week. Yeah, then I fell so into good. Les Mills and I was like, what? Oh, my God, yeah. Les Mills. <laughs> body combat. I'm like, yeah, all those things. Body, body pump. Body step was the best. Body, body step, step was fun. Body, was body like attack. Body attack was the best. That was like the step one. Yeah, yeah. And just know Hilarious. that your journey is going to be unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Love That's that. funny. Um, awesome. All right. Well, we're just going to finish with a bit of a, um, weekly challenge. So we've got the September monthly challenge that's happening at the minute and the weekly challenge we're setting for us three. So Belle's actually going to come into this one with us. Bloody oak cheers. And it's kind of random as fuck. It's so random. I don't, how did we even come up with it? It It was definitely your idea. We were, well, originally we were going to try and do the 20 Macca's Nuggets challenge No, no, we, we, there was no we in that. You wanted wanted to do that. I wanted the Mackey Doo Nuggets. (laughs) No, so we're going to, we are going to Royal Stacks, are we? Is that what we're going to? Yeah, we're going to Royal Stacks. we each, so the three of us have to order a burger of any kind for the next person. So Han orders for me, I'll order for Belle, Belle orders for Han. And it can be the most disgusting burger yeah. ever. Juicy, juicy seeping out the sides. Fried chicken burger and we have to I'm eat not it. having fried chicken, okay, Belle. Hannah, Belle, I'm not having fried right. chicken. If it's right. black, I will freak the fuck okay, out no, and I won't, won't eat it. We won't eat fried chicken for Han. Yeah. And you can yeah. have fried chicken. <laughs> I'll eat fried chicken. It's kind of random, but it'll be funny. Yeah, and we'll video it for you. It might not be funny. It might not be funny at all. (laughs) (laughs) But like, we'll find it funny. funny. Just don't worry about it. It'll be yummy. It'll be yummy. 
Anyway, um, that's our challenge that we will get challenge. done this week. Yeah, and keep up with the September challenge of the yeah. 10 to 12K steps a day. Week, a day, and guys, <laughs> a week, a week, um, a day. Keep up the good work. Keep moving your body every single day, guys, especially through lockdown. It really is a lifesaver yeah. physically and mentally. Get some fresh air. Get some fresh air. Sunshine on your face. Be grateful that you can walk. Be Take that away that from this yeah, episode. Just be grateful that you've got a body that moves the way it does. Yeah. Um, injury-free. Yeah, injury-free. Injury or maybe you're working through an injury yourself and you just need yeah. a bit of motivation to get up and keep moving and keep pressing on. Yeah. Because, awesome. yeah, there's – what's – no, I don't know. Hands <laughs> <laughs> done. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening today. Thank you, Thanks Belle, so much, here. guys. Yeah, thanks uh, so much, Belle. Welcome back anytime. And yeah. we will see you guys on the stories for our little burger challenge. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.